Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour, the show in which I was definitely ready to go live for just then, <laughs> and you don't know anything otherwise. I'm Sebastian. I can confirm that you were absolutely prepared and not in any way rushing or scrambling to make sure we were all live when the voices stopped. I'm Andy Shostak. I don't know why I started on the furthest part. I should have done my own and done the rest while I was talking. Anyway, just fine. nice and calmly. Clearly you, you're not used you to mean? radio. What yep. are you talking about? I didn't see nothing. Good. No one saw nothing. No, no one saw anything. <laughs> it takes me roughly half an hour to drive here, much like this show. Probably when it'll only last about half an hour. And I'm Alex. There you go. <laughs> I've already spoken, so my name's Jordan. Um. If you're joining us for the very first time, we normally do a, a recap on the coronavirus. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, what we do here is... Describe our symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> So my um, prostate feels a little That's weird, a different that? thing. Oh, no. <laughs> um, no, we pretty much bring any sort of pop culture or product or whatever that we've experienced or consumed in the past couple of weeks, and we have a bit of a chat about it, whether it was good, whether it was bad, you take the lot, and then you have the variety hour. That was just, I've just stolen that from somewhere else. Twice, actually. Well done. <laughs> yep. I thought that worked. Seamless. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Um, we'll do a bit of a preview before we jump into it. I know a couple of us are going to be talking about Picard. Sorry, Star Trek Picard. <laughs> yeah. Star TP. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, apart from that, I believe, Jordan, what were you talking about? Uh, hot Ones. You have, you'll, obviously, we'll get into that. I have no idea what that is. I have no reference it's to a, that. It's uh, a YouTube series. Oh, okay. It's been around for a very long time, but I only recently bothered to watch it like in the last couple of weeks. And so I've just been binge watching it and oh. it's fantastic. Hosted by Sean Evans. Tis. Okay. Bold man extraordinaire. And Andrew's <laughs> speaking about a specific video game. Yes. I've had it on my wish list for some time. I caught it on special, on, on sale, called Papers, Please. I've played that one, so I thought we'd join you for a bit lovely, too. A lovely, simple little game. Sort of puzzle game. I, I'm not sure... How to describe it. It's sort of a puzzle game, but it's really just about... Morally challenging you as well. As an, as an undercurrent, but on the surface, it's just one of those observation games. Yep. Um, but, I'll, but I'll talk about it. It's, you're, you're essentially playing a, a border agent and you just have to clear or deny uh, application um, visas for, for entry. But it, it, but it just progresses very, very nicely and escalates every day, and it just becomes more and more difficult until you have no money to pay your rent or feed your family, and everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to very briefly—I'll do this straight away. I'm going to talk about Microsoft Game Pass. 
in what is going to seem like a paid ad. It is not. <laughs> we are not being paid for this, but I've we discovered are this. Open to uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, absolutely. We are. <laughs> we will take a bribe. Um, I discovered this because I recently bought a new PC. I say well, a laptop or whatever you want to call it. And because my old one was a Mac, I never really touched into what Microsoft was doing, but this one's you know a good computer. So here it is. And what I discovered is this thing called Microsoft Game Pass or Xbox Game Pass, depending, it comes up as both. Um, Cause you can get the same thing on your Xbox one and your computer. It is a subscription service where you pay a monthly fee, a small monthly fee, mind you. And there's a catalog How of like- How small are we talking, Sebastian? Well, I got it on special for a dollar a month. But it's that is small. But it's traditionally five dollars a month. So even after you that also small value. <laughs> yep. And I've discovered it because I saw Halo was on on I the think- store options. I was like, oh, how much is Halo going? That'd be fun. And it was like you could pay sixty dollars for it or get it for a dollar a month or whatever it was in the Game Pass. So I was like, oh well, uh, I'm gonna do that. You've only got to play it for sixty months to get your money with it. <laughs> exactly. So I've downloaded that. I will say, compared to Steam. The servers are shit house. So I'm playing. I'm getting sorry, downloading a game which is effectively is it Twin Point Hospital? I think it's called. It's the theme hospital game from right. like the '90s, but a revamped version. Two Point Hospital. Two Point Hospital is it? Yeah. Thank you. Now it's not an online server that you're playing these games. No, you download online. them yeah. and then they're yours. But I imagine once they circulate out, maybe the copy you have stops working or something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it's like Steam, though, in a sense that you download a game, it's on your hard drive, and then you can play it from there. I, yeah, the servers are very slow. So I'm downloading a six gig game. It's been downloading since overnight and it's still not done. This is the downside. Yeah. But I, th- I, I remember when I remember when the internet was in early days and you would spend a whole night downloading a song. Yeah. Which yes. was like five <laughs> megabytes. Well, and just as opposed to find that, find that somewhere in the night some stupid fax machine had called yeah. your phone and disconnected <laughs> you. Gotta start all over again. God damn it, LimeWire. Well, as opposed to Steam where I've also as of this morning, because I came in and realized the other game wasn't downloaded. So I went up to Steam and downloaded um, Civilization Five, which I've already got onto my new computer, which is like eight gigs or some shit. And it downloaded fully in 20 minutes. So I will say that's a game that's literally two gigs more on the same computer. So it's like kind of an argument that this, like the fucking internet's working badly, um, downloaded really quickly. So that's the downside. It's their, their background shit is terrible. But once again, you're getting Halo for a that's dollar. That's what you're paying for, yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say that's a cool thing. If you've got a computer that's able to run, you know, some complex games. And the, like Halo, for example, that I'm downloading currently is like 30 gigs. So it's not a small game by any means. But, you know, if your computer can handle that, yeah, fucking go mm. for it. Because a dollar a month is, yeah, that's fuck Cheap. all. It's great. And that's my that's my unpaid <laughs> review of Microsoft Game Pass. Done. I'll definitely Good feature. Be it right? out, yeah. yeah. Like I say, as long as you got, you've got all the time in the world, you're patient, it's great. That's, but if you're me, you're, you're bitter about this free thing you're getting. Were I to own any singular Microsoft product, I would highly consider purchasing it. <laughs> is your laptop not Microsoft? No, it's Mac. Oh, okay. Like, so the one I'm using for the recording is a Mac as well. And it does, yeah, it's fine. It's just nine years old and it's starting to, the fucking trackpad doesn't work. I literally can't use it, not at a desk. <laughs> the whole lap part of the laptop thing is just a lie. <laughs> But um, yeah, that's me done. Well, speaking of games, I'll talk quickly about Papers, Please. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the, the, the premise of the game is that you're a border agent. In, in some vaguely Russian country. At the end of 1982, the country is Arstotka. Uh, and there are some other similarly named uh, countries in, in, the, in the region. Uh, you're a border agent managing uh, entry, uh, crossing, cr- crossing the border. So people come in, they present their 
the documents uh, for, for for entry, and based on the uh, instructions of the day, you have to investigate whether they're accurate documents, whether they uh, are actually the, the the person in the photo. The the graphics for it are all intentionally terrible, <laughs> intentionally bad. It's it, it's like Is it like a first person kind of thing, or. No, God, no! You've, I mean, it's it's the same screen the whole way through. So right. in it, you have, um, you have half the half the screen to work in, mm. and the rest of it is just showing the outside of, of the booth with um, the queue right. <laughs> that never <laughs> seems to go down of uh, people waiting to enter. That's also kind of the joke, uh, and just the the border guards. And you know, every so often you get a terrorist coming through that stops work for the day. The premise is that you get paid five credits for every applicant you uh, successfully interview. Whether they're uh, granted uh, a crossing or, or denied a visa is irrelevant. You get paid for processing. Right. So in the background, you're also having to uh, make enough money for the day. You essentially have to do about 10, 10 to 12 uh, uh, you have to process 10 to 12 applications per day in order to cover the cost of your rent, uh, heating and food for your entire family. And if you can't meet those requirements, your family suffers. <laughs> well. <laughs> Shit. It's a really simple game in that you, what you're tasked to do, essentially, is you have, you have a, a guidebook for what the appropriate um, documents are for what the information on them on them should be like. Well, this person needs a passport because they're from this country. Yeah, this if person needs this or that. Yeah. So if they if they're residents of um, Arstotka, all they need is an ID card. But if they're foreigners, they need an entry permit. And then as the game progresses, those requirements change. All of a sudden, there's a worry about terrorists, so they need an extra little ticket, and eventually they become amalgamated into a new ticket that you then have to interpret. And in in the meantime, the clock is running. Once you take your first applicant. The, the clock is running yep. and, and you've got a, a limited time to get to the number that you need uh, in order to cover your rent and, and food and, and whatever and you else. you get people that will tell you like, I don't have the right staff, but here's why I'm coming. And you get, you get to make a judgment call. You can, to- yeah, you can take a bribe. Sometimes you can, nice. you can deny it. You get two, every single day, you get two uh, essentially misses or two miss uh, appropriate, whether you... Uh, grant them access or, 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 or not, um, if you miss something in the documentation and falsely allow them to cross or falsely deny them, you get two chances to do that before you start taking a monetary hit and taking a monetary penalty. So I try to play this as how sneaky can I be to let the people that I want in? Like, so <laughs> I'm, I, I will try, I mean, to bring in people that I'm like, no, this person, I get why they're trying to come in here. As opposed to I'm doing my job. <laughs> so I'm a bad employee is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but I get two mistakes. So that's their fault for giving me two. <laughs> so when, when, when somebody comes up to, the, um, up to the booth, they present all the documents and then you have to investigate them for their veracity. Do they have the right seal on them? Do they have corroborating information? Are the names same on the documents? Do they have the right gender? Uh, is the issuing city on the passport the, you know, an, appropriate, uh, an appropriate one? Do the serial numbers match? All these things you have to investigate. You're, you're sort of doing it very, very quickly in order to either grant them access or not. The interesting thing is I found myself wanting to find something, hoping that I find something wrong because there's this 
all, already I've only played, you know, for like six or seven hours this game, but already I've become trained to dread the time when they're <laughs> walking out of the booth after I clear them to the time where they actually cross the border before I maybe have missed something and I get my citation for having missed, <laughs> for having missed, you know, diagnosed this thing. And there's that, you know, few seconds of dread. So I'm hoping when there's a new applicant coming along that I find something wrong so I can shoot them off because then I know I haven't made a mistake. (laughs) And I wonder if actual border agents don't have that same response where they're just looking for some mistake to happen, something to get you on so that you don't clear the border and you're out of their hands so that they then have absolutely not made a mistake and cannot be accountable for you having (laughs) falsely crossed the border. It's good stuff. It's a very interesting game. And it's Sounds kind like of it, yeah. it's kind of cheesy. It's got the right atmosphere. It's got the right music. It looks like a game from the early 90s. Yeah, and it was a pixelated. And that's a, and that's a part of its charm. Yeah. It does work really well. <laughs> I highly encourage anybody who likes a simple game that has a nice ramping up and you know escalating difficulty. It's sort of a puzzle game. I'm not quite sure how to describe it, but it's sort of a puzzle game because you're trying to match up these different details and just see what's wrong. Right. Uh, and it it gets me very very uh, <laughs> hyped up when I'm <laughs> when I'm doing it. You know, did I get it right? Did I not get it right? <laughs> and just you know, kicking myself. Oh, I missed. You know, that they didn't have the right gender on the on the document, or right. I, I missed a name or something. Oh my god, I checked <laughs> everything else but that. And yeah, that's no, it fun. It's yeah. a terrific game. I highly encourage anybody to get it. And it's still at full price. It's like twenty dollars or something. Right. It's, yeah, it's very worthwhile. Well, I think we'll go on to Jordan's because we'll come back to Picard, which I think the three of us are going to weigh in heavily on anyway. Yeah, feel free to uh, leave me out of that one. Um, yes, like I spent like pretty much all weekend just like binge watching Hot Ones, which like I'd never really watched before. But basically the premise is it's this dude um, named Sean who just like interviews celebrities. But the caveat is that throughout the interview, they're eating like chicken wings and the hot sauce on yeah. it gets progressively more fucked as okay. you go through. So as they're going through the interview, all the wings are getting hotter and hotter. And it's basically just watching how they react to it. But I found it like really, really interesting because like a lot of the like interviewing and stuff is fun. And like you'll get, you know, good stories and stuff out of it. But it's just really, really fun to watch how different people react to incredibly spicy food (laughs) and you'd think it would get boring after a few you'd be like oh you know they're just gonna get sweaty and be like oh this is hot like everyone's different personality and the way that they react to it is super super interesting i just like went through like spent like all morning yesterday just like watching different episodes just like going through and finding like people that i like Mm -hmm. and like each episode's probably about like 20 minutes or so so it like takes up a chunk of your day like if you just kind of get in that <laughs> zone where you're just like yeah i'll watch another one yeah i'll watch another one all right i'll watch another one it's only another <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes yeah exactly what's another 20 minutes in my day i've got nowhere to be on a saturday afternoon <laughs> but no i really dig it i've watched um i watched recently like the most recent episode was um pete davidson who i really like okay. he's a um comedian he's on like snl um, I've just gone through and watched like basically just picked out people that I like and just watched them. So it's in like um, I think the only one I've seen of it is Bill Burr. Oh, that'd be good. And, and I, I thought, for that one. I like and I thought it was something that he just did as a special thing. I didn't. Oh, right. I, I didn't realize it was a yeah, show. Yeah, no, it's like a full blown yeah. like series. It's been right. going for years. Fantastic. Um, I know he's just done um, Will Ferrell. Yeah, I did see that uh-huh. one pop up. I, and okay. I just haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet, but um. Tenacious D, so Jack Black and um, that's on my list of like ones to watch as well. That one came up today, but like as I was watching, I was like, I got to go do the podcast. (laughs) Weird Al, 
Oh, that'd Weird be Al's good. been on it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Dax Shepard. Um, oh, nice. Like, okay. Yeah, like a bunch of people. Yeah, it's There's crazy. Like some it's of the people so that good. they managed to get to do it, like just yeah. because it's come become like so popular that like they can just get like massive celebrities to be on it. Shot the Shia LaBeouf one. That I feel like would be fascinating because he's a he's, weird dude. He is a very weird dude. Is <laughs> he weird, or do people just want him to be weird? And, Both and isolate the weird things about him. He's well, uh, it, that's definitely how it came across. Okay, the to me at least, I'm pretty sure that he's the one that put. Extra hot sauce on every single wing. Oh really? As, as they were eating, like the like the thing is like the the last yeah like on the, the very last, last one like the, so the hottest sauce after you've just eaten nine other hot wings on the last one you get extra sauce and and do that and then do the question yeah okay and, but he was doing that for every single one like just okay like a bit more. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's just super fun. Like you get to like halfway through and like people are just like struggling to correlate and like put sentences together because it's so fucking hard. Yeah, just be like, what's your favorite time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, that's all you'll get. Yeah. Like, it, yeah it's, it's really fun. It's just I feel super like next fun. time we meet, we should have yeah, maybe. chicken wings oh. of <laughs> Look, increasing. Totally down. Yes. It brings us Yeah. It's super fun. I reckon, um, if you just like go through and like just find someone that you like, it'd be okay. easier. Like I just went through and found like musicians and like comedians and like actors and stuff that I like. And it's just like, it's endless. Like there's just, there's like, I think they've done like fucking like 10 seasons or something. Wow. And, like each has like maybe 10 or 11 episodes in it. And the gimmick doesn't get old. It, that's the thing. It doesn't like, okay. I, I thought it would. I was like, I am going to watch like, you know, like I saw it pop up. I was like, ah, oh, Pete Davidson. I like him. I'll watch that. And I was like, oh yeah, this will get old eventually. And I was just like, ah, oh, Oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, cool. I'll watch that. Oh, Chris Jericho, <laughs> that was a dope. Good one, Post Malone, oh, cool. I'll give that a watch. And like, just I've probably watched like ten or fifteen like this weekend alone. And I'm like, I'm not bored of it yet. And like the each season, they change up the hot sauce. Yeah, it's like oh, the lineup okay. changes. Okay. Yeah, and usually the last dab is the one that they've created. So like it's like it's they're doing really well for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, like it's weird, like how big it's gotten, considering like how simple of a concept it is. Yeah, it's just interesting. Like it's just because it's like so out of the box. Like I feel like celebrities probably want to do something like that, just like to get yeah. out of the habits of like a normal interview. Yeah, actually, on the on the same sort of line, but um, very different. Um, Aussie Aussie bloke reviews or yeah, Aussie yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, interviews, and like I, I've watched, I've only watched a couple. It was around um. Jumanji, mm-hmm. and um, like he I- interviews uh, the four of them or something, and he does this um, this game, and it's just so weird. Like the in the prize is some random shitty thing from Australia, <laughs> and um, I think it was The Rock and Chris Jericho, <laughs> no, Chris Kevin Hart, Chris Rock. That's where I was going. <laughs> it's Kevin Hart. It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, mixed up the name, um, and they're like, oh, "I don't want that." <laughs> like, what am I gonna do with this? Like, it's just a ran- completely random. And they were like, "Really fun to do something different." Yeah, that they don't normally do. Yeah, for sure. That'd be it, because like you'd get like just so sick of like just doing like those press junkets. Like, yeah, give me someone who's funny, or give me spicy wings. Like, just let me do something different than answering the same four questions yeah. all mm-hmm. damn day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's from super some fun. entertainment tonight yeah, reporter or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. 
yeah, I highly recommend it. Pop it on, jump on their YouTube channel and just scroll for someone you like and Hot wind ones. up spending like three hours watching other episodes like I did. Hmm. Excellent. Well, I guess we're moving on to a less desirable topic for one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Star Trek Picard, right? Yeah. So but I think Alex and I are up to the same episode. So I think we're, so. We're what was to- the last thing that happened for you? Um, they, Picard has now entered like the portal with, um, with the Android. Oh, so you haven't seen past that? No, that's the last one. They've, they've jumped right. through the portal. So maybe you're one ahead of me then. Yeah, I think I am. Yeah. yeah okay. So I, as of this coming out, I think there's two more episodes since that one that I've watched or maybe three. I was up to date as of last week for us, but obviously time's a bit you know, funky with podcasts. Um, especially from Australia. They just, they, they come out randomly in 1962 or something. Um, <laughs> I've, I've been watching the reviews Red Letters? By Red, Red Letter Media has, has done some good ones, but also the Dave Cullen Show, yep. his reviews, and Overlord DVD. I've just been watching the Red Letter ones, but after the episodes, mm-hmm. not before. They're I not st- as I angry watch- as I thought they'd be. I stopped watching in episode three. He was even in space by then? <clears throat> no. Oh, God. When- How, Wait, hold on. When Jean-Luc Picard- <laughs> No, when Jean-Luc Picard- When Jean-Luc Picard visits someone and he lands in a shuttle that is painted yellow- with the white and black taxi checkered on it and taxi written on it in the Star Trek universe where <laughs> companies don't exist, I tapped out. That was the last straw. This is not Star Trek. How do you know it wasn't, it wasn't government owned? No, there are no taxis. They're shuttles. They're just, sh- they're just Federation shuttles. There's no reason why Picard wouldn't use a Federation shuttle. Taxis, as a company don't exist in the Star Trek universe. There's no reason for that other than Maybe Kurtzman wanting to put in some- Federation issue taxi. No, it's, <laughs> it's bullshit. Maybe he paid not, with a Federation cab charge card. I mean, that was the <laughs> yeah. last straw. That wasn't the only thing I have a problem. But oh. the character is wrong. The the throwbacks to, to TNG and Next Gen, they're all wrong. They're contradictory. The whole synthetic android thing and actually having them as slaves is completely wrong. It's anti-Federation. None of it makes any sense. They weren't slaves. It's they not, were employees. The whole episode of Measure of a Man in, in, yeah. in Next Gen is about this very thing. What if you actually... Maddox, what if you actually do succeed in, in recreating data? What happens? Do you build this race of disposable people and then have them working? That's the whole point of that episode. And then here we have just people taking shitty TV dinners out of a replicator that can replicate anything at all and it's replicating TV <laughs> dinners like these workers are being punished for being where they are and then they're insulting these android slaves walking around they doing all the dirty work. It's bullshit, They Seth. weren't insulting it's them. bullshit they Star Trek. Were. It is not Star Trek. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's how I talk to all my friends. Seb, it's a <laughs> stupid <laughs> idea from bad creative, okay? I agree with Andy. <laughs> These are things are fine, and they weren't even, they didn't even register in my mind no. as a, even a pet pee, a little no, nitpicky complaint. No. Um, I'm loving the story with Picard. You know, this whole bit of intrigue with the Borg cube and what the Romulans doing and all that. I'm loving all like the actual the plot of this story. Yes, um, I'm really enjoying all the players and how they're kind of, they they haven't come together. Sorry, they've all come together, but what they're all trying to get at themselves. I'm interested in all these different things. The guys that the actual pilot of the ship that yeah. Picard's on, super interesting. All of his EMH programs or EM programs are all just him. 
but made Voyager up. did it already. No, no, but yeah. So there's the captain of the ship <laughs> and his medical officer is the hologram one, yeah. but it's just him, but dressed nicer with his hair done up. Yeah. But he's also got like other versions of himself as holograms. And the idea is like, he was running the ship by himself and literally didn't want to pretend like there was anyone else there. So he's just made them all look like nicer versions of him. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, I really enjoy it. And I want to know what happened. Cause it's like an interesting set, set up for that character. Um, I like yeah. the um the I've forgotten her name now the main android. Oh, oh Varshal, not Var. Oh no, not Soji. Soji. I like her. Daj and Soji. Daj, Daj. that's the one. Yeah, that's right. So Jad Varsh and Daj. Yep. Soji and the shark. There's another one as well. There was two Romulan sex. The, um, the, it's really confusing getting into the, the rom, Jeep Romulan law. That part is throwing me off a little bit, but it's not turning me away from it. It's just like there's so many words I'm just having to made up words I'm having to learn that are really important right now. Um, I'm so sad that you haven't gotten up to Picard with an eye patch on. That was fucking. That oh was no, so I'm funny. I'm well aware. I'm, I haven't seen the it episode. So I'm well actually. aware of it though. It was so fucking weird. It was so stupid. Yeah, no, I agree. But it was it like was what a stupid. He was doing a French accent. Every part of it was like it looked like he just like tripped over yep. into the into the wardrobe. Yeah, came out like ah. Oh. Yep, and it is in no way what Picard would do. That's, oh, that's not how any Picard holodeck would. episode says otherwise. TNG Picard would not handle the situation that way. Every Look, holodeck episode where he's he like, I'm going to be a mobster, see? the shit that he's been through, I would say. I don't, I don't think <laughs> it's an accurate progression of the character in any way. I don't and know. I think it's rubbish. I think it's entertaining. I'm enjoying it as much as I enjoyed Discovery, but I like Discovery. I know you didn't as well. You didn't, Andrew, but no. I, I did like Discovery. It's, yeah, I mean, I, it's hard to say whether or not it's, okay, it's definitely better made than TNG, but we're talking about, you know, 90s to now. Of course it looks, of course it looks better. But it's it, tough. You can forgive a lot when you have a good story. Oh, it does yeah. a good story doesn't need to look good. I'm not trying to say as I've just said bad in, or anything. In papers, please. It has '90s style graphics, but it's just such an engrossing game. Mm. It's. It, I don't know. I'm happy with it. I've noticed yeah. the characterization so far. Um, well, you should say when you're wrong. <laughs> See, I never it's, watched um, TNG that closely. Like well, I, you're wrong. <laughs> don't. Think I am. It's like, movies. It is movie Picard more than it is TNG Picard. I'll say yeah. that. Like it's more of the Picard that we got in the twenty-seven Star Trek movies. But I didn't <laughs> have a problem with those either. I mean, don't get me wrong. Nemesis was a hunk of shit. But now I, I can pretend that it was not the last time we saw him because yeah. I got Picard now. So. Yeah. Take that. Back. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Nemesis was beautiful. The worst of all it of was them. The only one that I saw in the cinemas and I Burr. remember nothing of it. So, <laughs> but Yeah, I'm excited. I've seen a screenshot of Riker um, as an old man. So I imagine he's either in the next episode or the one after that. Has he been directing any of these? He's episodes? directed a few of them. Yeah. John, Frakes, is it? Yeah. Yeah. He directed like two or three of them so far yeah. that have come out. And yeah, yeah, he's fine. I've never, I mean, I know he directed Nemesis as well. I've never really known him as a director because his work doesn't really seem to stand out, unfortunately. Well, he did um, Insurrection. He directed that as well, I think. Yes, he did a couple of the, the yeah. movies, yeah. But no, I'm enjoying it. What about you? Yeah, I'm finding nothing wrong with it. Literally Good. this morning, um, get up, we decided to cook breakfast and then we were like, oh, what are you going to watch? And we just were like, why don't we try Picard? And we've watched literally like almost all the episodes that are available in one day. So yeah, 
I'll probably catch up on it tonight now that I've got nothing else to watch because we've done our reviews for the weekend. Don't bother, it's rubbish. <laughs> I'm invested. Yeah. Pardon my ignorance, but how do you get three episodes into a Star Trek show and not have any Star or Trek? <laughs> you were saying that he's not in space, right? There what, was what space. There was space. Mm-hmm. He just didn't get to space. He tried to, because he's left Starfleet. He so tried to So get, when are they going to get to the fireworks factory kind of situation? But he does get to it. In episode, end of episode three, I think he steps onto the ship or beginning of episode four, whatever it was. But ah, it, was, it wasn't even like they weren't teasing him like doing it all. It was giving him a reason to need to do it. And then he tried to get access through Starfleet and they said no. And then he had to go off and get another way. But he, it was a very small problem that he solved in an episode. But he didn't have a Some reason Some of those are space. words that I understand. <laughs> Good. Um, Starfleet is oh. the, the big guy so, in charge of everything. Jonathan Frakes. The Federation. <laughs> uh, directed five episodes of Discovery. Oh. Has so far directed two episodes of Picard. Oh, there you go, too. Has directed two episodes of The Orville. That's funny. And LeVar Burton, no. I know, has directed one episode of The Orville as well. Oh, cool. Jordan uh, yeah, LaForge, yeah. yeah. Reading Rainbow. Mm. And Jordy. he also he also did Insurrection, Star Trek Insurrection. Funny. He doesn't uh, actually shoot lasers from his eyes. No, that's Cyclops, <laughs> and they're not lasers; they're concussive blasts. <laughs> that's right. Sorry, it's it's just, it's the visor thing. Yeah, he's a blind guy. Well, I mean, I'm happy to leave it there, right? Because um, I think it would be better to talk about it once the show's ended as well. Yeah. So Jordy's um, blind, but he can see with the yes, visor thing. Correct. Yeah. Well, he can How? see much more of the. Uh, electromagnetic spectrum stuff, yeah. than, than the human eye can. So you can see infrared and ultraviolet. As well as what we yeah. would see? Yeah, as well as the visible light that we see. Yeah, yeah. So He's just better than everyone. Why doesn't everyone just have one of them? Because well, he's blind well, as well. That, again, is another interesting episode of Star Trek where it's discussed why isn't every baby simply, you know, have, have these things installed and have chips installed in their in their brains to make them capable of... Interfacing with computers. Star Trek is a very rich philosophical and, <laughs> and ethical uh, tapestry. That's exactly right. But Star Trek Picard shits on all of that. No, it it's fine. It doesn't have any of that. No, it's it's going for more it emotional emotional beats than it is for cerebral, which isn't, I'm not saying is better or worse. It's the, just the difference. At the cost of contradicting everything that has already been established in other Star Trek canon. I don't know. I don't think no, seriously, there is uh, there is a channel called Major Grin, yep. G-R-I-N, and he does a lot of these videos that is essentially just splicing uh, scenes from TNG and, and, and Voyager, as well as other Star Trek-related mm. stuff. But he does have a, a whole playlist of uh, uh, Picard-specific things where he's showing you scenes exactly of you know, in, in Picard against TNG facing the same topic and just how contradictory it is and how Kurtzman has basically ignored everything that has happened in, in TNG. I didn't notice. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's very fun. Yeah. Okay. We'll wrap it for now. Let's do it. Instagram at second no. take TNC. That's Jordan's. You're talking oh, Jordan's. Fine. I'll find. I didn't, I didn't realize we had, we had redistributed have we? I'm, the, uh, I'm not attached to it or anything. But what does Jordan do if you're doing Take it. If you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. What tweet do I... me if you dare. Where at? At A.S. Shostler. You can technically reach me there. I've tweeted three times in my life. <laughs> you're up, not updating that. It's just, <laughs> that is it. Alex, where do we tweet you? At, on Twitter. Cool. Jordan, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, it is at Jordan MSPP. Cool. We're going to go back to Alex for a retry. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, 
Facebook.com slash second take. And if I were to tweet you. Twitter. Okay. You can tweet me at Bastion underscore James. We have a website, secondtakepodcast.com. Email at secondtakepodcast at gmail.com and Patreon, patreon.com slash second take. Alex, what's your fucking Twitter handle? <laughs> so my name, Alex underscore my nickname, Dozer. And how do you spell Dozer? Do it phonetically. D. Delta. Uh, Oxen. October, <laughs> I think. Oscar, mate. Oh, it is Oscar. <laughs> yeah. It should be October. Zulu. E. Echo. Uh, Romeo. Full stop. No full stop. <laughs> no full stop. No, don't do the full stop. We'll see Second you. that symbol. Oh my God. <laughs> www.facebook.com. We'll be back on Monday with Super <laughs> Mario Brothers. Oh, I can't uh, wait. <laughs> We're all going to have a good time. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to it. Oh, my. Second Take Podcast is recorded within the Moreton Bay region of Queensland, Australia, and acknowledges this region's original owners, namely the Jinnabara, Kabi Kabi, and Yugara people. Second Take Podcast respectfully acknowledges the traditional custodians of these lands, and we pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging, for they hold the memories, the traditions, the cultures, and hopes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.